Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now, take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Welcome to the afternoon program or the evening program, depending where you are in the world. Global Lens, Women Executive Leadership, and the host, Suzanne Mueller, in New York with a consulting and coaching company. And this aspect today is now the coaching aspect. So we have Holly Wright. She is an executive coach. She and I went through the coaching program at Columbia University a few years ago. Caroline is also a coach. She does uh, heart healing. And Doina is a different coach. He works with horses. But I don't need to talk more. So we have everything is recorded if you have questions. If you have questions for, uh, through the attendees, please put them in the chat so I can monitor it and then I can answer those. It's an action-packed program, this 45 minutes. So Holly, do you want to start? You're the executive coach. Who are you and what do you do? <laughs> Well, thank you first for having me here. I'm really excited to be on this panel and just connect with everyone. Um, so my name is Holly Wright. I'm an executive and leadership coach. Um, as Suzanne mentioned, um, we met when I was doing my coach training, well, kind of through coaching. And Suzanne got um, hers before me, but we met through um, Columbia uh, Coaches Alumni Association. Um, and currently, I uh, work with leadership development online providers, and I help their participants get the most out of their learning journeys by providing coaching, uh, group facilitation on content, uh, team coaching, group coaching. Um, and uh, I don't know, that's kind of it in a nutshell. A lot of my coaching focuses around um, like values-based leadership, um, really understanding what's most important to the leader and how they can lead through that and connecting that to the organizational values. Um, uh, executive integration, helping people kind of um, expedite the process of uh, stepping into a new role, either within mm -hmm. their organization or in a new organization. And um, I'm thankful that I'm able to work with a lot of women leaders uh, on stepping into their new roles. And I actually just saw an update um, right before I came here of a, a past client of mine who was just promoted um, to a role that um, she was uh, shooting for over the last year. So it was nice to see that update right before we came here. So it's always and, uh, exciting. As yeah, a coach, yeah, right? it was I really nice to see. Yeah, that's the best. Absolutely. Reward. Congratulations because of you, I think. Because uh, <laughs> of her. She did the work. <laughs> I, I just supported her through it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, we all need a little support and we can get to the next level. That's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Caroline, it's in the evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell us who you are. And what you. do you do? Thank you for having me. It's 8 p.m. here in Switzerland, in the heart of Europe. And I help women over the age of 40 when they're sort of 
having been looking after others all their life and think, is that, is that all there is to life? They might have been bending our backwards to making others happy and they forgot all about themselves. They might be sort of like in a hamster wheel, you know, just continuing going and thinking, where is the joy in this? Is that, is that, is that all to life? Really helping them to sort of step out of that hamster wheel, releasing all the past, you know, having a really energetic shower, cleansing, letting go of the past, coming into this moment and learning to prioritize themselves, which is essential, mm. I think especially for women. And, and then embracing and empowering themselves to step forward so they are ready to lead a joyful life full of purpose yeah it's nice and i attended caroline's circle of love it was called so that was beautiful to meet other women and support each other and i mean today is international women's day we need to support each other and circles are important. I am offering leadership circles soon. It's all in the production, but I think the more we do it, the more we can support each other. But Doina, I think she always has the coolest story. It's Doina and I, we go, <laughs> we go back many moons. So tell us who you are and what do you do? Hi, everybody. My name is Doina Fisher. I live in Spain at the moment, but I'm also from Switzerland. And I train horses. I train people how to ride. Most of them are women. So I have a lot of interaction with women. And it's a, a sport which a lot of women get or feel empowered, I think. Because it's um, something very powerful to ride such a myasthetic animal and to actually be able to make him do or her um, whatever you want without being forceful, but just with technical aid. Um, and now, because a lot of my clients are only riders, but I'm doing a new project, which has to do a little bit more with coaching, and this time I want to open it for everybody, not only people which have experience with horses, but people which after those two years we've been cooped up in our office or at home or in our home office or through all the circumstances in life. Now we want to go back to moving. And the whole project is called Movimento, which means moving. And it's about Pilates, flamenco, and horses. And so you can find yourself in your center in the Pilates, which you will start in the day. Then you're going to learn how to stamp out your power and make your faces with passion mm -hmm. when you do flamenco. And then you work with my horse, which is a true unicorn because he looks like a unicorn. And he will kind of show you who you are because horses are always living in the now. And when you project something to them, you can't lie to them. They will always know exactly what is your clear intention. 
And so the course and the workshop is for a group of people that can all come and do those different days, one to four days, to actually refine themselves in moving, refining themselves in having a new experience. Most of the people will have no experience with horses. And I did a day a couple of weeks ago with somebody which was afraid of horses. Yeah, like me. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And my horse was very gentle to the person and actually showed me that the person is emotionally very level-headed. But technically in her brain, she was a little bit unfocused. And horses have an emotional side and a technical side. And he put her on his emotional side. So it was a fantastic experience. And I'm looking forward to, you know, sharing all those experiences with everybody. Yeah. And so I need to interrupt this. Like how how a person who is afraid of horses... Yes. How would I then, how did that person, I don't know, what is so, the right word? I start, it, sometimes I it, don't find the right word to use when no, I speak okay. to Doina, right? <laughs> it, it's very easy because you start with food. You know, mm. food is always works. You, you start to give a horse a carrot, you know, because he will eat the carrot if you know how to give him the carrot. Uh-huh. Just make sure your fingers are not right there because they have big teeth. Um, but they usually think the carrot is really cool. So when you when you have an interaction with an animal and you're a little bit afraid, food always works because they're very food oriented. Mm-hmm. So that's where we start. We started with food. He was in his stall, so she didn't have to go that close. He just kept his head out. And she gave him a carrot and first so reluctant, but then she went closer and then she could kind of touch his head because now it's okay. You don't have the whole horse in front of you. You only have the head. You know, piece by piece, you know. Okay. And, and so you, you kind of learn to interact slowly and I kind of translate what mm. they say because they talk with their ears and their facial expression. Mm. And that's very interesting. Well, it feels like I'm learning so much and I'm wondering, Caroline, you do energy healing, right? Can we translate that to what you do? I mean, like you do massages as well. And tell us no, about I'm your not. offerings. I think this is <laughs> so interesting. I mean, I speak about sports and leadership. And this is that there we can make all those parallels. We find new parallels here. This is fascinating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's also people... Yeah, you see people's expressions in their yeah. faces or in their posture, you know, if there's mm-hmm. a yeah, like fence up. or mm-hmm. if they can just relax. And I love my work. You mentioned the circle of love. It's all about relaxing, you know, being together, supporting each other, diving into a deeply healing, releasing meditation. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, my offerings is, yeah, taking them step to step and people sometimes when you say you do energy work it's sort of like oh I have to believe it so it works and and I don't want to train people to be spiritual so I rather work with already people who are already open to spirituality and uh, do that but 
it's still, it's okay to talk about energy and mm -hmm. how it works. And I say, yeah, it's like sometimes energy clearing is like with a car wash, you know, when it's dirty, mm -hmm. you go through the car wash and, and get all that stuck energy away. And that's sort of the same. And uh, yeah, and I love it. And uh, I love, I love your analogy with horses. And I was just thinking because I have a dog. And she's afraid of cows and horses. <laughs> but I, I don't think I can make my dog feed. <laughs> Maybe we send the dog to Spain to learn, right? From dogs. And I'm, I'm thinking, Holly, even as a coach, we talk about energy. Maybe we don't use that word, but we use chemistry, right? Sometimes they say, can you do a chemistry session? And what does that mean? Do we gel with the other person? Because I know with some of the people I have been coaching, I was like, hmm, I might not have been the right coach. If they had an, a different coach or a different approach, it might have been more helpful for them to get to the next level. What, what is your take on that? And tell us about your and our offering, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, chemistry is truly important because coaching is a partnership. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that connection, you know, not everyone's going to gel, you know, mm -hmm. it, no matter how hard you try or how much you wanted to, mm -hmm. sometimes in that working partnership, it's just not going to work. So having those initial meetings up front to make sure that you're a good fit for each other, that you can really support that other person in the way that they need to be supported. And if not, um, knowing who to refer them to as well is important. That's why I love connecting with other coaches. So I could really build that mm -hmm. resource network for anyone that I work with and say, you know what, I think this person is really mm -hmm. going to be able to support you much better than I can. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a lot, some of the work that I do, you know, given that I work with um, leadership development organizations, I don't get that choice. We're mm -hmm. just paired up and, you know, we're in for 90 days mm -hmm. together and that's how it works. So we have to find ways to make it work mm -hmm. too. Um, you know, energy is such a huge part of this work. Um, I took uh, this wonderful business improv class mm -hmm. with a colleague of mine, Bob Colhan. And, you know, he, he's an improv actor and he's in the business world. And some things that he really brought to the forefront of my mind, and a lot of this through my coach training as well, is understanding what our own energy levels are before we enter into a coaching conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're having like a not so great of a day or, if, you know, God only knows all the things that could happen in the day, mm -hmm. we need to be there 100% for our clients. So taking that time before we show up for our, our coaching session, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever is able to, and checking in with yourself saying, okay, where am I right mm -hmm. now? Where do I need to be? And how can I kind of close that gap so I can be there fully um, present for my client? Mm -hmm. um, and just always checking in on that energy and actually bring that a lot, uh, a lot of that work in with my leaders too, the, my clients, um, just helping them be more intentional. Um, you know, mm -hmm. something that like I'm sort of crafting a model around is conscious leadership and how to be really conscious of and intentional with your actions. So when they have a big meeting coming up or they're focusing mm -hmm. on team development or managing their meetings, checking in before they go into that meeting and understanding what their objectives are, what their intentions are for themselves and for their teams and what mm -hmm. they knew, need to do in order to get there. And just kind of doing that temperature check before and mm -hmm. after the meeting and making sure that, you know, everything's in a good space and that they're leading with intention. And I think you just mentioned it after the meeting. Sometimes we, we go into a meeting, we like, 
this is what we want to achieve and maybe we achieve it or not. So one point is like, don't be so attached to the outcome. I think we have to let go sometimes, whatever, wherever is happening. But the other thing is like follow up. I think that's very missing a lot. Like we just let the people go and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'm a huge fan of after action reviews on a personal level and like a team yeah. level too, you know, um, you know, did you accomplish what you set out to accomplish? And that's why I say more like what's your intention for the meeting rather mm-hmm. than what your goals are. Yeah, um, we don't always achieve our goals, but mm-hmm. did you show up how you wanted to show up? You know, and I think that's what really matters most and carries us forward rather than, oh, I, you know, reach this goal and I put this flag, you know, on the top of that mountain. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you accomplish, you know, did you internally accomplish what you wanted to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And what's happening in March for us? Ah, I'm excited <laughs> for this. So um, we've partnered uh, to create like a virtual professional networking group for people just to gather and grow and connect and learn from and offer things to each other. Um, so on March 21st from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time, um, we're just having a, you know, Suzanne and I are, are hosting just a, a networking event where we'll be facilitating the conversations, discussing um uh, our aspirations for 2022 recommitting to anything you know mm-hmm. t- typically by this time of year people have kind of put that behind them and and have lost that intention that they originally set at the beginning of the year so mm-hmm. uh, just recommitting to ourselves and our intentions and learning and connecting with new people so I'm really looking forward to that yeah yeah and I want to add to that so we say it's networking and I'm wondering as a coach we're all Throughout the day, we have 12 CEOs, and I forgot myself, so we actually 13 CEOs. It's Dr. C who mentioned 12 plus one. So thank you so much, Dr. C, for reminding me I'm also part of this group. You're a CEO, but you're always alone in a way. You have clients. And how do you network? Like when you work in an organization, you have friends, you have coworkers, join on. You don't, your clients are your friends or how, how does that work? I'm always curious Actually, to find out. If, if you don't mind, I want to go back to what something Holly yeah, said, sure. yeah. which um, the leadership and to be conscious about where you are before you go into a meeting. It's exactly the same thing when you approach an animal. Mm-hmm. If you're not here and now and you with your kids or your office or whatever, mm-hmm. they won't listen to you. You have to be really 100% in the now. And it teaches people to really be conscious of where they are at the moment. And the same thing with the leadership. There are people which are good leaders, but there are also people which are happy followers. And I think sometimes we forget that some people are happy followers. They're not good leaders. And in the horse world, because it's a herd animal, they are horses which have to follow. Mm-hmm. And me, I have to be the leader for my horses because if not, they don't listen to me. <laughs> but the idea is that people can learn to be happy to mm-hmm. just say, yes, this is okay with me. I'm just going to follow instead of leading. So it's mm-hmm. so interesting how your type, you know, the coaching comes into my type of working when I'm not a 
coach for say, like you guys are, mm-hmm. that I do coach people with their horses and more for sport wise, but in the new project I'm doing, it has more to do with coaching. And it's so, I'm so happy to actually sit here with you guys yeah. because it helps me to understand more the coaching world mm-hmm. from a different aspect. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to go. But wow, this is fantastic. Back to yeah, so what, what comes to my yeah. mind, it's about the social emotional intelligence, yes. probably that you can learn from Caroline and Harley. And yes, what exactly. I also thought with this, these panels is that we all can work and learn from each other. So this should be a start of a conversation exactly. rather than just have a panel. So if Doina needs some help from Caroline or Holly or me, reach out. I mean, Doina reached already out and I was like, wow, this is a really cool project. We need it. And Doina, I remember September 11, now it's 20 years ago, yes. that after, 20, after September 11, you said to me, I have much more work because people need to be in touch with themselves and they want to do something different and something feels like almost this pandemic is different, but it's it's similar. Is that correct? Yes. I think, I think, you know, two really um, big reasons why I'm doing this project and doing it together with a professional dancer and Pilates teacher. Mm -hmm. So, because that's not my, at all you <laughs> don't do I everything two... no 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 because no, no. <laughs> I have two left feet if it comes to learning how to step dancing you know like make certain step steps and move my arms that's just not gonna work and but what what we why we came up with it is because I think many people were socially not capable to interact with each other besides mm-hmm. through a screen yeah like we're doing now, yeah. which now I, I do enjoy that because we can do it all over the world. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, isn't it greater to have people in front of you live yeah. or, yeah. you know, be able to touch something. Yeah. And that's why we came on with it because we felt like people were cooped up and sitting on a chair, watching a screen. Mm-hmm. So get out, move, you know, And that's why the project came, because we felt like this pandemic made people be socially incapable of talking to each other Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when it's actually face to face. It is a lot easier for some people to talk to the screen. Not for me, but I have a hard time talking to the screen. I'm (laughs) doing my best, but it's not easy. Well, but I think you also have to share. So the pandemic hit. And what did Doina do? You, you still continue to provide I lessons. I Tell us how. I mean, the audience need to listen, need to learn about this. I think this is so um, cool. So I, I had, you know, in Spain, we were in total lockdown. We were not allowed to do anything. We as professionals, sports riders were able to ride and, you know, take care of the horses. But my clients, which are mostly amateurs, were not. And in the many countries, they were not even allowed to go to their horses. But the people which had their horses at home and I wasn't able to travel to them, I started to teach them virtually. And it took a while to kind of figure out how that works. But now we, I've been teaching some people now for two years, regularly, two, three times a week on Pivo, which is a robo which follows the horse. And then I can see exactly what the horse does. And 
I even coached for competitions in Texas through people. And it's been quite, you know, thanks for technology and internet. Thank God we have that because if not, we wouldn't have been able to do that. But it's been very interesting. And my partner in this project, she also been teaching dance lessons, you know, online. So it does work. Clearly, it's nicer to do it in person. But, you know, as long as I can't travel everywhere, I still do that. I do virtual lessons. I think it's amazing. That's the only thing I can say here. And Caroline. That is amazing. You you do also energy healing. So how was that for you in the pandemic? You, I mean, like I was with you. We, we were people from, one person was from Sweden. One was from Washington State, from Switzerland. And I think one was from... California, California and, and everywhere, right? Yeah. So the UK and yeah. and we connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how did what is what was what is your secret? <laughs> I mean, what many people tell me is sort of you just you just make me so calm. I want to have more of you, and I yeah. think especially during stressful times, we are always sort of worried and 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 don't know how the future looks and. I, I was very planning ahead person, you know, and we had to have a new kind of flexibility. Mm-hmm. And that meant really grounding ourselves, yeah, being fully present, being in this moment and just experience this moment and, and coming back to our inner calm, mm-hmm. leaving the storm <laughs> outside and, and be sort of mm-hmm. in our inner calm. and. And many more people needed that because so much was going on or so much was falling apart. And and often we want to hold on or we want to have the things how they were two years ago. And I said, no, it's not. We're not going back to normal. We're going back to a new normal Mm -hmm. and helping people to letting go because holding on, like when you're on a, on a little boat on a stream and you hold on to a branch that is that hurts you know your hand hurts your arm hurts and 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 the boat is pulling away so letting go is actually much easier and then going wherever your life is taking you to Mm -hmm. on an adventure trip but of course not knowing where to so that's Mm -hmm. I think many people experience that that oh wow things are sort of crumbling what do I do now how can I get into that ease come back to myself and realize oh there is more than just work or going to work and how can I how can I serve myself and and what are my new priorities in life what is what is truly important and I think many people learned that during this time and I think we need more of that right Holly tell us about the leaders I mean I felt like it's more about that how can I help you how is the family which I think I never would have asked how is everybody doing you I added like five minutes at the beginning just talking about this and then you saw where that person is rather than like where do we go what can we do and I want to share an example. I was invited at a financial institution 
to coach a person and they say, yeah, it's about leadership. And there were people leaving because of that person. And I was like, okay, it's about leadership. So I had a plan like, duck, 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 duck. it's going to be fine. And then that person said, you know, I don't feel so good. I should go to the doctor every six weeks. I should check. They had some issues with the blood. I should go and take care of this. But we were working on a project. I could not go. I didn't take any vacations. And I'm like, Phew. so all my leadership stuff went out of the window. And I'm like, let's focus on you. Let's focus on your health, on your emotional intelligence. That's when you can lead people. And then he lost, I think he lost six kilos, like 10 pounds without me telling him or asking him. It was that shift of mindset. Like, it's about me. I need to take care of myself. We know in the airplane, put the gas, uh, the, the gas, the, the oxygen mask first on you. And then on us. Oh, yeah, yeah, what am I talking about? First, take care of yourself. Otherwise, you cannot help others. Holly, yeah, you're the your, expert on this. Cup. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting to see uh, the shift in energy and and topics uh, that my clients were bringing to the coaching sessions when the pandemic was settling in, you know, like mm-hmm. between March and like July uh, of 2020, um, you know, it went from very like task focused, goal oriented, um, you know, like tactical topics to how do I help my team through this, Mm -hmm. you know, and and leading with emotional intelligence really came to the forefront. Mm -hmm. Um, And some people who never had to lead that way before and do it virtually, you know, because everyone was, you know, they, everyone was working virtually from that. And I was working with people who, who are people, people, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and extroverts and didn't, Mm -hmm understand how they can function in that virtual environment so mm-hmm. there had to be like a lot of um, unlearning and um, mindset shifts to really get people through it but mm-hmm. oh, like you said Suzanne just checking in with people um, mm-hmm. that was such a key like focusing on that how are you what do you mm-hmm. need in this moment and like just really checking in with them making sure that they are okay so then they were able to help their team mm-hmm. because you you could see it, like you could see the drain in energy Mm -hmm. or I could, you know, I was noticing it. Um, They weren't focused on themselves. They wanted to help their team, which was a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing to see. Like they're hurting. They, you know, they're going through so much. How do I help them? How do I be there more for them? Mm -hmm. And especially a lot of the women leaders that I was working with, they were just running themselves thin um, more so than, than normal because they felt they needed to be even more mm-hmm. than what they already were for their team and for their family and for their community. Um, so, you know, it, it turned a lot like, what do you need to do to make sure you, you're, you are able to do this for, for your team? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was, yeah, it was really um, a learning lesson for me and how those conversations shifted. And now I'm kind of a little bit more cognizant of how to incorporate that into mm-hmm. my normal coaching style. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, I, I'm more task focused. You know, I, I, any self-assessment you throw at me, I'm like more on the analytical side and the planning side and all that. And like, um, so it, it takes extra energy for me to do that emotional check-in because mm-hmm. it's not the first thing that comes to my mind. And I had to shift, I had to shift because that had to be the first thing that I checked in with people on. Um, and so it, it yeah, it kind of re, re, um, reprogrammed my thinking style a little. 
So we also have to shift. That's huge, right? To, yeah. And yeah, I think to meet the need of the client. Sure. Yeah. I just want to say we need to meet the clients where they are rather than us pushing the 10 step or whatever program or going out with the horses like we need to get there or it's it's that letting go as Caroline said like in the boat if you hold on too much then we're maybe going backwards yeah I do I do think that um the new normal you know I think trying to go back to something we all had to relearn something new and especially I think Caroline with her energy work probably has felt a lot of people losing their energy or having a total shift in the energy of mm. how they used to be before because all of a sudden certain things become more important than before that's what I felt like you know people are buying horses right and left because before it wasn't a priority now they want to have a joy in life and that's what they do and same as 9-11 you know and sometimes hitting reality and you know I think um, especially with women which have families and maybe kids which are a little bit older they're trying to find back to themselves or they want to have something joyful in their life I'm sure Caroline had that experience often with people which came to her that you know they they have a a dream and they want to kind of fulfill that dream because now reality hits and they don't know literally how long they're going to be alive. That's, you know, hard way to say, but it, I think with a lot of people, that's how it hit them. And it depends on us, which we are here for people to try to help them find a better way of understanding their life now, you know, what do you think, Caroline? Yeah, absolutely. It's and and that's what I I loved um, when Holly said about intention. It's more about the intention, and then sort of adjusting the way. And sometimes, because with goals it's more like fixed, but with mm -hmm. intentions it's more flexible, and we can adjust them as we go along. And I think that is what this is all about: being more flexible and yeah. and finding our way each one of us, each, each person on this world, finding their way mm -hmm. to, yeah, to lead their life or fulfill their purpose in right. whatever form they are. Mm -hmm. so. And unleash that, right? Sometimes I have found that people say like, oh, I would love to do something that they have never done before. And I say like, now is the right time. I always say, if not now, then when? We always say like, I would love to, when I retire, I love, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's now, please do it now. In personal life or in leadership, it's now the time that we can change. And because times are difficult. And one question and observation that I make, do we ever have a time that's easy? Do we ever have a time that's no. perfect? No, right? No. There's always like something, it's difficult, it's this is in front of me, this is an obstacle. Why not just try it out? I mean, I lost my job. I can only tell my story, right? I lost my job. And then I was like, okay, be open and 
start something new. It's not always easy as a solo entrepreneur, but let's let's start. And I think if if you have the strengths, probably some inner strength and some support of others, that's how we can move forward. I yeah. think it also reshifted a little bit. Who is your family? You know, I I call family your supporters. Yeah. Who is your family in this in this extreme situation? Mm. You have people which all of a sudden are totally not capable of coping with you or your ideas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And other people are there for you and you never thought they actually would be there. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think also the friendship or family, I call it family, or your circle, like Susan is doing her circle. And yeah. um, I think it shifted. Yeah. Your circle became tighter and stronger. And you really can lean on your circle now. You know you can lean on your circle. I wouldn't have survived without my circle. I mm-hmm. can say that very clearly. So I'm thankful for the circle I have, which I built on for a long time. And now it, you know, it, it helped me, it supported me. Mm-hmm. And I think each of us have found, you know, people to, you know, call when you don't feel well, or mm-hmm. even somebody you work with and say all of a sudden, oh my God, this person thinks like me, or this person is mm-hmm. in the same situation. And, and I think that's so important. And that's really how we survived all this because of our circles. Holly, how did we meet? Maybe that's how we supported each other, right? And survived, (laughs) who knows? Definitely, yeah. I mean, well, we met in a a virtual connection space, Mm -hmm. you know, through Columbia. Um, And it's amazing, like, how just connections just can happen like that. And you meet people Mm -hmm. at the right time. And yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And, like, you have to be open to it, too, you know, because it it comes that support comes in from places that you don't expect half the time, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just kind of always looking for that, I, I think is really important. And, you know, kind of bringing it back to International Women's Day is like helping women find that tribe, find that group, that support group that they need, you know, um, rising tides, lift all ships kind of things, you know, so us, I think, working together and really being there to support each other and helping, um, you know, just, yeah, just having that support network is so crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, it, it, you know, I, I started working from home and working virtually in 2015 when I had my daughter. Um, and man, it felt isolating, <laughs> you know, like, you know, here I am a new mom, um, you know, in a virtual world, everything was changing. Um and like it was, I had to work to make those connections and to really um, reach out. And, you know, for me, that was, that was a hard, that took a lot of energy for me. And, um, but I'm so thankful I put that effort into it because, you know, Suzanne, I met, I met you and I met, and now I'm meeting um, the both of you ladies as well. And it's just like, you know, just, it takes effort, but it's, it pays off and you have that, that investment of time and energy, um, just, it kind of just expands once you commit to it, I think. Thank you for sharing. And one of the questions that I have is like, how do you energize yourself? Like Holly, you just mentioned it takes energy. And I always say networking has the word working in it. because We forget that people are like, ah, networking. I don't have time. It's like having a glass of wine in the old days. Now it's, you're showing up on zoom, but it's necessary and it's if you if we as solo entrepreneurs i come back to that if we as solo entrepreneurs 
don't network, how do we find clients? If you're not out there on, I don't know, social media or something, but you need to show up as your own personal best. If, if you don't have that, then if nobody knows what you're doing, then how can you sell your services? Exactly. And I think that's the worst to, to be, uh, you know, self-employed because you are the one who has to sell yourself, which yeah. I'm sure for the same thing for you guys, for me, it's terrible to sell myself. I'm very bad at it. Everybody says I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, how do you present yourself? How do you make sure people understand who you are and what you can offer? You know, you know, your clients can describe what you do very well, mm -hmm. but yourself, it's very hard. It's very hard. Yeah. That's why we're here, Doina. We help you, right? I remember Doina's early days when we met in New York. I helped her stamp envelopes and write out stuff. So yeah, yeah. it's always um, fond memories how we all were helping each other out with a glass of wine yes. or a good yeah, coffee. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Caroline, how is it for you? Or I'm also wondering, like, how can we help each other, right? So. Caroline, we have all the information in the chat. So whoever wants to connect with one of you, please check the website and the LinkedIn or whatever profile we have there. So how, Caroline, how do you find your women, your women across the world? I, yeah, through networks, through being on panels or on podcasts. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Susan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody has been on my no. podcast, right? I'll take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and also on, on healing summits. So you spread your work and what you're doing and yeah, yeah consistently showing up on social network, but also taking time for myself. And I learned that, yeah, without me, nothing works, you know. So really taking time for myself, loving myself up and taking care of myself mm -hmm. and getting my energy level right. Because mm. when I, I am tired and all that it and I, I just do a life, there's like <laughs> you know, people feel like I don't want to work with her, you know, she's she's weird. But don't and always be authentic to myself you know not overly doing things if that's not my style I think mm -hmm. authenticity and then yeah catching up catching up on virtual coffee chats with dear friends and mm -hmm. seeing how they're doing and sometimes exchanging ideas or or collaborations start up mm -hmm. and, and I love that it's mm -hmm. really and I think that's the time also of collaboration together you know together we rise and together we can cheer each other up mm -hmm. and and now it's spring I was just um you know I see all the little sprouts crocuses coming up mm -hmm. and everything that was sort of and that's it bloom as your own flower and mm -hmm. don't compare yourself to mm -hmm. others because yeah you're two coaches you you studied the same coaching yeah. thing but you're completely different mm -hmm. so don't compare yourself no. and bloom when you're ready and just be be the gorgeous flower each each woman is and and stand tall tall and proud to be you. yeah 
Oh, wow. Thank you for the wise words. Yeah. And yeah, I ended yeah, the last I ended the last panel with like, what is your superpower? Doina, I want to hear from you. What is it that you have? Oh, wow. <laughs> Why do you ask me first? <laughs> okay, let me go to Holly. <laughs> 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 I know what your superpower is, Doina. Oh. <laughs> uh. I don't, yeah, I don't, I hate to not have an answer to that question. Caroline. <laughs> oh, you're, I, you're also modest. Too modest, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah. I would rather someone else tell me. Like, in a way, I feel like it's, it's like, how do I help people? I don't know. Uh, what is, maybe that is my superpower. Like, um, yeah. helping people find insight. I, I don't know. That's a good one. I think that describes you <laughs> well. I'll go with that one. <laughs> Caroline. Yeah, compassion just compassion with others and and love sharing the love i think my my superpower is truly communicating with horses um i don't communicate with people as well as i communicate with horses i have to be very honest um i i do think that because animals are always in the now always here and now I learned my way of life from them. That means I try to be now. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here with you guys. What is in five minutes or tomorrow or next month? Clearly, you have to plan it because, you know, if not, we can't survive. But we saw in this pandemic that planning doesn't always work out. Mm-hmm. So, Thankfully, I have learned to be in the now. And I think mm-hmm. that's really, for me, that's my superpower. Be here and now and mm-hmm. communicate with what you have in front of you now. Yeah, you I know. think that's, that's really. And for the people who are with us here, you have to see Doina in action. I'm sure there is some videos. How she is, I think her superpower is the passion And I think it goes the same for Caroline. It's the passion that she exudes when she is in those meetings and provides the meditation. And the same for Holly, when she's coaching somebody. And when we see, when we joined, you said somebody just had a promotion. You are helping others to give their best and you give the best for others. So I think that's what we all do. Wonderful. For you too, Susanne. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the same for passion. you, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah if you're exactly. not passionate, then we can close the shop. I think that goes yeah. without saying. It's <laughs> As a solo entrepreneur, it's about the passion and it's a lot of work. It doesn't end, but it's all good stuff. At least we do what we love and that's the most important. But I want to be mindful of the time. It's 45 minutes oh, wow. in after oh. the hour already. It went <laughs> fast, super fast. I want to say thank you so much. This is just a start of the conversation. We can continue, obviously. This will be all recorded. We will share it and come to others. And Holly, just put in the chat, join us for the virtual network event on March 21st. It's 12 p.m. Eastern, whatever that time then is in in the rest of the world. Love to have you. If you think you go for lunch, you pay easily $25. So that's why we said, it's like a luxurious lunch with a friend where you can low, grow and learn and have fun with somebody. So thank you so much. Happy Women's Day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks you everyone for, for joining us. Yeah.